With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. So you want your charity to succeed. It's no secret that combining online and offline techniques is the key to modern day fundraising success. And practical advice is what you need. The Nonprofit Coach with Ted Hart is the perfect place to learn from experts around the world who, along with our host, provide advice you can use. Ted Hart is without a doubt one of the foremost nonprofit thought leaders. Also a successful author, his books cover a broad range of topics from major gift fundraising to use of social media and how to succeed online. Ted lectures around the world, but now he's here for you. From the latest in charity news, technology, fundraising, and social networking, Ted and his guests help you maneuver through this economic downturn in the charitable sector to greater levels of efficiency and fundraising success. Remember, this is a live call-in show. Become part of the show by adding your voice. Call now at 347-324-3080. After the show, you can find all our podcasts at tedhart.com. Just click on radio links. Don't forget to dial 347-324-3080. Now, welcome the host of The Nonprofit Coach, Ted Hart. And welcome here to The Nonprofit Coach. Thank you for joining us today. I'm coming to you live from a slightly gloomy fall day in Washington, D.C. This is Tuesday, November 29th. And as always here on The Nonprofit Coach radio show, we start with page one news. Just a few reminders for everyone who uh, may be new here to the Nonprofit Coach today. This is a live call-in show. As the announcer said, you can call in at 347-324-3080. You can also email me your questions at tedhart at tedhart.com. You can also join us over in the chat room. I see someone over in the chat room right now. Uh, you can ask questions there in the chat room. Uh, first up here on the Nonprofit Coach uh, is to remind you that you can follow along with the radio links here on Page One News over at tedhart.com. Click on radio links and you'll be able to follow along. One of the stories that you'll find in Page One News today comes to us uh, from Mashable. Uh, Mashable, again, being one of the smartest websites on the Internet, uh, tells us the story about Groupon doing good. Uh, these are uh, deals that feed families in need uh, for uh, $1 lunches. This is the way that it worked. Groupon uh, has a new deal on cheap meals. Now, this is a daily uh, deals uh, uh, website, if you're not familiar with that. Uh, and what they do, what they have done is partner with Feeding America for a special charitable offer. For $11, you can feed a family of four for two weeks. Feeding America, the loop, aimed to get 200 donations before the deal closed on Group On. At the time of this particular um, notice that was posted on Mashable, the goal had been completely blown out of the water with more than 5,000 donations having been made on Groupon. Now, the way the Groupon typically works is that you're saving money, the sort of instant daily deals that are available. Uh, but unlike other Groupon deals, the buyers of this deal, uh, all of the money went to uh, the charity Feeding America. So Groupon described what's in it for you is 100% off free priceless karma. Uh, and Pepsi has committed to match every donation up to $250,000. And so that means that every $11 purchase on Groupon for this particular offer actually made a donation of $22 worth of food for the needy. So bravo. Uh, read all about it. Creative fundraising during the holiday season over on Groupon. And you can read that about that in the radio links today 
at tedhart.com. Next up here on page one news is just a notation uh, that the Center on Philanthropy at Indiana University, which is one of the most important uh, thought leaders in our sectors, and the work that, that uh, uh, they do is extremely important. So I do think it is worth it for every nonprofit executive, everyone listening to the show today, to make sure that you are aware of the work of the Center on Philanthropy. And in this case, you have the opportunity to download and read their annual report. Uh, the Center on Philanthropy at Indiana University equips nonprofits and the people who support nonprofits uh, with unparalleled knowledge and education uh, so that they can change the lives around the corner and around the world. Read all about it over in the radio links today and download a free copy of the PDF version of the annual report for the Center on Philanthropy. Next up here on the uh, Nonprofit uh, Coach radio show is, again, over in the radio links, uh, is one of really one of the, the easiest to understand and thoughtful step-by-step -step processes that have been put up on the web on getting started on Twitter. Uh, the vital first uh, thoughts, and this comes to us from Connect, Communicate, and Change. This is a YouTube uh, show that you can listen to and a slideshow that you can watch that will literally walk you through. So a lot of those folks, and I know that you come to my lectures uh, and uh, you listen here on the Nonprofit Coaching, you still may be on the fence or not quite understanding the true power of Twitter, uh, reminding everybody that in the uh, top six pillars of support for uh, success online for nonprofit organizations, uh, Twitter actually comes in fourth. Uh, so you want to make sure that Twitter is part of your strategy. If you still don't understand it, uh, this uh, uh, nine-minute uh, segment is definitely worth your listening to, and it will take you step-by-step step and share with you the whys and wherefores of Twitter and how you get started and how you build an audience. Check that link out over in the radio links at tedhart.com today. Uh, next up here on page one news, again, this is the holiday season, uh, and what we want to do is be sharing with you stories uh, coming uh, uh, leading up to our holiday show uh, next month. Uh, so I have a little audio clip here, a very creative uh, way for you to become an extreme giver this holiday season. Uh, take a listen. It's November 26th, and the show of the day is from the Second Harvest Food Bank of Central Florida. My mama told me you better shop around. Shop around. Shop around. Shopify. Are you an extreme couponer? If his mega stockpile started four years ago with just seven products, today his garage is packed floor to ceiling with more than 10,000 items. Every single one purchased with a coupon. I would say you're upwards of fifty to $75,000 in this room. And we probably pay maybe a thousand if that. If you're like me, you're not necessarily an extreme couponer, but you get a lot of coupons, but you don't need all the extra stuff. This holiday season, while you're doing your grocery shopping, take those coupons, buy the extra, and donate them to your local food bank. Last year, food programs like Second Harvest donated 33 million pounds of food to families in need. And if you want to help even more, you can donate your time. Find out how to volunteer at foodbankcentralflorida.org. This holiday season, be an extreme giver. Second Harvest Food Bank of Central Florida. Finally, with Shopify, I have a place to sell my earwax collection. Want to buy some? A very creative way for people to become extreme givers this holiday season uh, comes to us from Second Harvest in Florida, but it works anywhere. The, very, the, the simple message here is that when you have your coupons, if you don't need the item, please go ahead and buy the item, save yourself some money, and then donate it to your local uh, food bank. And that's a great way to help those in need during the holidays. So thank you for taking a listen. Next up here on page one news, on the uh, radio links over at tedhart.com. Uh, we're very pleased to uh, be part of an article that was just posted by the Wall Street Journal. You'll find the link over in the radio links. And uh, the, what this article uh, that has been written by Veronica Dagger has done is that they have spoken to experts on the do's and don'ts on how charities should solicit donations. I'm very pleased to be part of this article. And in fact, uh, my uh, point in the article is 
is number one. Uh, and that brings us right back to our topic here on the Nonprofit Coach that we talk about so often and we'll be talking about today with our page two expert, Kendall Webb from Just Give, and that is that people give to people. Relationships are the heart and soul of fundraising. Uh, this is a point of my uh, piece here in the, the Wall Street Journal article. Whether it's online or offline, it matters who is doing the asking. A charity is much more likely to have success when people making the appeal have a relationship with a potential donor. What's more, when charities receive an introduction to a potential donor from an existing supporter, even if it's solely through an email, the charity is automatically seen as more credible in the eyes of the potential donor. In addition, charities that take the time to cultivate relationships with existing donors year-round, not just when the charity needs money, are likely to be more successful uh, with their appeals. It goes on and talks about the importance of leadership, uh, that uh, we should be teaching and not just selling, uh, to tap into the passion that people have. Uh, and then it, uh, what I thought was very smart about this article is it gives five things you should not do uh, as a fundraiser, um, is uh, that uh, making a confusing pitch, insulting the donor, uh, looking like you're desperate, uh, getting complacent and not putting a plan in place, uh, and taking no for a final answer. Give your donors an opportunity to build a relationship with you. You can read all about it. This is a very well-done article, not just because I'm in it, uh, but because I think Veronica has done a fantastic job in pointing out the do's and don'ts of charities uh, soliciting gifts during the holiday season. Read all about it at the Wall Street Journal at tedhart.com. Uh, I also want to make note of a new service that's being offered here at tedhart.com, uh, and that is I'm going to give you a second to get your smartphone. Go ahead and grab your smartphone, uh, get to your mobile web page. Okay, now that you're at your mobile web page, type in tedhartmobile.com. Tedhartmobile.com is a new service that's being launched uh, here at tedhart.com, which gives you direct access to our new mobile web-based service. What this allows you to do, and for those of you who are not uh, on a smartphone right now, you can just put Ted Hart Mobile into your browser on your computer, and you can sort of play along. It's not going to give you all the details because this is a, a mobile service that's available on iPhone, iPad, Android, and BlackBerry. But what, some of the features that I want to point out to everybody is that you can listen to the Nonprofit Coach radio show right from your phone. Uh, by either dialing in to 347-324-3080, which you're always welcome to do if you just want to listen live, but you also can listen to the podcast of all the shows by clicking on the radio link at tedhartmobile.com and going to any of our podcasts. You also can see all of the books uh, that are available uh, through tedhart.com, uh, and you can connect with us directly on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. You can call us or email us. So all this information is available ready at your fingertips uh, through the new mobile uh, web uh, address for tedhart.com, which is Ted Hart Mobile. So check all that out. Uh, there is a link over for you in the radio links, of course, today. Uh, but grab your smartphone, type in tedhartmobile.com, and everything that you need to follow along and to learn from our services is available right there on your uh, mobile phone uh, today. So with that, that uh, brings us to the conclusion of page one, and I'm excited to now have the opportunity to go right on to page two. been here on the Nonprofit Coach page two in the past, and she's back through popular demand. She always is full of important information about both online and offline giving and is an online and mobile giving expert. Kendall Webb is the founder and executive director of JustGive.org. As a Harvard undergraduate, Kendall helped launch the World Teach program. After stints at both Goldman Sachs and the World Bank, she served in Uganda as a volunteer. Upon her return to the United States, she worked on the founding team of More.com, one of the early stage internet websites where she realized that the website could revolutionize charitable giving. Kendall has been a thought leader in internet giving for more than a decade, offering strategic advice to organizations and companies that are incorporating charitable giving programs. Welcome back here to the nonprofit coach, Kendall Webb. Thank you, Ted. 
Kendall, it's always great to uh, to have you here, particularly as all of the charities that are on the call today and those that will be listening to us via podcast um, are taking a look at the year end and what do they do to make sure that not only their organizations have a successful end, but more importantly, that they're raising the money necessary to meet the mission of their organization. Now, we're just coming off from a very important uh, Black Friday and uh, Cyber Monday uh, for uh Purchasing things. Um, did that translate at all to a Cyber Monday for giving? We did. You know, this is our first year that we decided to jump into Cyber Monday and include charity as a big part of that day, not just buying retail products and, and spending money for gifts, but actually including charitable giving and, and giving for gifts at the end of the year in terms of gift cards. So we had an active offer where we waived all our fees and did a lot of marketing um, and tried to get people to do their end-of-year giving now early and generously before they spend all their money um, on other things. And then we also, a big highlight that came out of yesterday was um, our fee-free gift cards where people came in droves and we sold over a 1,000 charity gift cards for the holiday. And the reason why this is so exciting for us is that is money that would have directly gone into retail, and now we're redirecting that to charitable funds. That's terrific. So, so um, how how much was raised, or do you know yet, in in terms of uh, a percentage over a typical Monday? Oh, this was about 500% over the Monday last year, the same Monday last year, which is always a big Monday for us. Um, but it was five times bigger than that. And then in terms of dollar, I don't have the final number, but it was over $100,000. So that is exciting because most of the giving comes in the last 10 days of the month. And what we're trying to encourage people to do is really think about their giving ahead of time. So it's not an afterthought, but it's their primary thought during giving season. Oh, that's terrific. That that really is terrific. So what kinds of was, – was all of your offerings were available through uh, through Cyber Monday? Yes, yeah, so we had a variety of products, and we even launched some new things, um, like our gift baskets that we bring back every year at Christmas time, where individuals can give to a, a cause instead of a specific charity, and we bundle them. So we also tried to include gifts that would encourage people to think about giving, not separately from buying things for Christmas, but in conjunction. And you know, our whole goal around holiday time is to get people to consider um, giving to charity, not just themselves, but in conjunction with their friends and family as a gift or as a giving circle. And to your point of personalization, trying to get people to really do that together and bring more people into their circle and the causes that they care about. So this was a big kickoff for our focus over the next month, um, which is called Redefine Christmas that we do every year, and we do it bigger and bigger where we get a lot of Hollywood stars to get online and do radio ads to get people to consider a percentage of the gifts that they would buy, consider putting that as a charitable donation or a charitable gift card instead. Now, let's talk more about this notion of giving circles. Um, obviously, that, that comes right back to people people giving that this is you know, not just about the technology, but there, there's a, a people aspect to this. Um, what do giving circles look like? How do they work? And how does Just Give uh, help support that? You know, giving circles started with groups of people getting together in people's houses and trying to come up with um, good information together and causes that they felt strongly about together and pool their money to really make a difference. And that is a great way to do it, but um, what's really taken off is doing this online where people can connect with their family and friends through a wish list or a connector online. And so it's as simple as having an individual launch a page that claims, you know, talks about a cause that they really care about that's near and dear to their heart. It gives credibility to that cause. It gives interest to that cause. And to your point earlier in the show, it gives um, that personal touch of somebody saying, I really believe in this. Can you help? And they send that out to um, friends and family, and everybody can give to that cause as a group, and you can watch their money pooled together. And it's a real connector, um, and it makes it much more personal for people and much more exciting for people. And we, uh, we do this now for not just holiday time, but for all occasions. So we do it for weddings and birthdays and holidays and 
anniversaries and even memorials. That's that's and that's growing this this notion of people combining their efforts because um, I think for a lot of folks um, giving seems like such an individual decision, um, but does it actually grow when you do it as a group? It does, and and what we're finding is that the pattern was a one-to-one relationship um, traditionally, but that's evolving. Where um, not only is I think the younger generation more interested in doing things as groups because they can share a lot of information. But I think also people are busy, and they are very interested in finding out what causes other people are involved in and, and what they've learned from them. And if they volunteered from a cause, they'd like to leverage that knowledge and that, and that credibility by giving their own money. I think people are actually wary, especially if they have money and they don't have time, about giving money to a place that they're not sure exactly what it's, what's going to happen to that. So if you can create that personal touch and that personal connection to the cause, people are very inspired to give. And, and now that there's this whole realm, realm of giving in lieu of a retail present, that's even getting into a whole new sector of funds that people would have normally, for example, for the wedding, would have given for a vase or a, or a set of candlesticks, and now they're giving it to the couple's um, charitable cause. And that's very exciting. That's a huge change, I think, in, this, um, in the way of giving that people are doing. So it lends credibility, uh, particularly for people that maybe are new to philanthropy or don't know a lot about charities or even what to look for in a good charity. Um, if you're combining forces with people that maybe have more experience, does that become sort of the, the bedrock of giving circles? Um, it, it does. It's experience, and also I find a lot of it is if someone has volunteered or gotten or on, been on a board with a cause and they can speak to some specific programs that a cause is doing, um, a lot of people are very excited to support that because, again, they have that personal connection. So I think it's, it, it's also a matter of time. A lot of people who don't have time um, as well as experience or knowledge on a charity would love to jump into a giving circle in that way and know that their money is going to a great place and a great cause. Kendall, we have uh, an email uh, question, which I think is probably good. We're, we're talking so much about giving circles. Uh, David in Orlando is is asking how his charity can use uh, Just Give for fundraising. So maybe we need to kind of dial this back to some of the basics of, of what is Just Give and, and how can charities use it. Sure. Um, so there are many ways that uh, that a nonprofit can use our, our work. If we go onto our website at justgive.org, we have nonprofit resources that outlines most of our products, and we're constantly adding new ones. Um, the most basic way is if you don't have online capability, you can use our online button um, for free. You can, you can set that up um, in a matter of an hour. And then from that, you can leverage not only our resources and our contacts. We have lots of corporate partnerships. Um, that we work with in terms of um, companies like Amex and Cisco and Marriott, who we work with their clients and their customers and their employees. But, um, but also you get access to our technology. Um, for example, one piece of technology that's really helpful in terms of fundraising for nonprofits is when they're trying to, um, Ted, you mentioned creative fundraising. They're trying to find new ways to ask people for money, and especially in this long-tailed recession, it's hard to to ask so many times over and over again, especially when um, people have tighter wallets. Um, we have a setup with American Express where you can have people donate their credit card points to your specific charity, and it's exchanged at a penny per point as it would if it were for travel or for retail. So we've created that new category of charity. So you can connect on your website to that link, or you can send um, your uh, donors and board members to um, the link americanexpress.com slash give to directly give their points to your charity. And it's a great fundraising tool, um, especially... Yeah, and that's a really, as you said, that's a really creative way to expand your giving because, of course, everybody thinks about credit cards, they think about checks, they think about cash. Um, but with your partnership with American Express, they can, uh, in tough economic times, they can actually promote people donating their points which is not going to be cash out of their pocket, but it's still going to be money for the charity. 
Exactly. A lot of people are very relieved when they even hear that they can do that. And a lot of this messaging is coming from the nonprofits to individuals that, yes, you can do this. And a lot of donors are very relieved because they want to help more, but they, they don't have the funds that they had in the previous years. But they're sitting on a lot of credit card points, and they don't know what to do with them. They, they often don't manage them. And this year, to give you an idea of the scope of this, is we're um, expected to raise, we're, we're, we're at that rate right now where we'll have raised $10 million for charity just through these credit card points. That's incredible. It, what, what's the sort of the translation value of that, just so to give people an idea when they, when they get there? How many points equals how many dollars? So one point equals a penny. So $10 million would be 100,000 points. Um, okay. So 1,000 points would be $10. So it's would similar be $10. To so, and that's not an awful lot for somebody. So if they if they wanted to say give fifty dollars, then they would give is that five thousand points? Five thousand points, and it's yeah. Uh, well, it's, five thousand points for a lot of folks is not a lot, uh, particularly as you said. You know, many people are just sitting on a lot of points um, and don't really manage it. Um, so this is a way for them to really expand their giving. Exactly, and it, and they love it because it's at the value of if they translated it into an airplane ticket, it's the same value. And what we find is a lot of people um, are sitting on a certain set of points that don't add up enough for, let's say, a plane ticket, and they want to um, use these 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 points that can't be used yet for anything else. So that's one thing we're seeing. The other thing we're seeing is companies that are sitting, this is a very um, bold area, if a nonprofit knows, has some kind of a relationship with a company or a board member who, who works for a company, a lot of those companies now are sitting on these points because they have have new procedures in the last three years that says they shouldn't give it to individuals who travel, the reward points, because it's a little unfair to the people who aren't traveling. So what ends up happening is all these points have gotten consolidated um, under the, the corporate headquarters, and they most of these companies that I visit have no plan yet for what to do with those points. They haven't really come up with a um, philosophy on how to use it. And so this is a great time to step in and say, would you consider donating it to this charity? That that really is it. So what are some of the other creative ways um, that people can use the Just Give site from the charity side? And then we'll talk a little bit more about what individuals can uh, can create. So walk us through for, for David in Orlando and for all of our listeners today. The first step is to go to justgive.org, and then what does a charity do? And then a charity can go on and read the different um, products that we have for them. The the first one might be um, using our Donate Now button, which would be something that, that just takes a few minutes, and you can automatically put that button on your website and um, right away be able to collect online donations. Um, you can also be directed... That's a big step for it. Let me just kind of stop you there yes. so that everybody sort of lets that sink in a little bit, because particularly for smaller uh, nonprofits that don't, don't have or don't feel that they have the way to accept gifts during the holiday season, mm -hmm. they now automatically have the ability to put a Donate Now button on their website uh, by linking to their page on Just Give. Is that hard to do, or how, how would they go about making that connection? It's very, very simple. People say it takes as little as three minutes for some. Um, probably more on average it would take about ten minutes. And it's really just copying a code that we have very basically put on that page and inserting your EIN code. And then, therefore, when it goes onto your page, when somebody clicks on it, it will go directly to the, your individual charity page that's on our Just Give site so that they're only giving to your charity. And, and that's nice really uh, uh, the important aspect of, of your website is that people don't want to make the mistake of just sending people to justgive.org and then expecting their donors to type in the name correctly and find the right page. You've right. actually created an individual page for every charity in the United States, and all they have to do is find that page, which has already been created, um, and push that forward uh, to their website. 
That's exactly right. And then the nice thing for the nonprofit is we consolidate all those donations for them, so they end up getting one check at the end of the month. And in real time, they can check all the reporting of all the donations that are coming through, so they can write their thank yous right away if they choose to do that. And they can also do their budgeting because they know exactly how much money is being donated to them every day. That's, that's great. So let, let me make sure that I understand this and, I, and our listeners uh, understand. Um, so the, the arrangement is that um, you are going to automatically process a check on a monthly basis, there is no fee other than the credit card processing fee to the charity uh, themselves for that for that service. Um, but they can register with you to be able to see the donations as they come in. They can sign in as often as they want and actually get the donor information even before they get the cash. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And then we will also remind their donors every year of that donation they made. So our goal is to make sure that people give more and more often by making it easy and making it very informative for them. That is really fantastic um, to to have those kinds of services. Um, is it possible for a charity to sign up for electronic fund transfer of those gifts or just wait for the check each month? Yeah, no, we can do EFT as well. We've done that with a number of charities, and um, it's very easy. We have a d dual process, so people can choose, the nonprofit can choose which method they would prefer. Okay. All right. Well, that that certainly. Now, what about um, charities that are doing specific campaigns during um, the holiday season, and they're so they're they're doing what what's being suggested. They find their page at JustGive.org. They're putting a donate now button on their website that goes directly to the JustGive page. But now I'm doing a holiday appeal, and maybe I have a a couple of different appeals or opportunities for people to um, to give using that site, and, and it's it's a quick and easy easy and inexpensive way for me to process online gifts. Is there any notation that a donor can make that says I want it to go towards something specific or that I'm making this gift uh, in honor or in memorial to someone? Because those are big um, opportunities during the holidays, aren't they? Yes, they are. And um, we have this all year round, very specific um, elements of the donation that, that, that donors can signify. So they can designate it to a specific program or part of the nonprofit. They can do it in somebody's name. We also have in memoriam, which is in someone's name, but then the email notification goes to a family or a friend. Um, so we have every kind of um, option. We even include anonymous donation if they would like that. And most importantly, we really encourage people to think of it as a recurring donation so that um, they automatically uh, are giving on a monthly or yearly basis. They can decide what time period they would now, like. Now, talk to me a little bit more about that, because I, I wanted to specifically ask you uh, about that, because that's one of the things that on this show we've really been um, pushing and reminding charities that they often miss in their annual planning um, a specific promotion of monthly giving. Um, and, the, and the reason for that is, is that um, one of the missed opportunities, I think, for a lot of charities is that they're, they're so focused on one-off gifts, that direct mail, that one uh, online gift, that one email, one-off gifts. Um, and in Europe and other parts of, of the world, uh, monthly regular giving um, is, is much, much more prevalent um, and in just, I'll just give you an example, and then you can reflect on how Just Give maybe helps provide that solution. Um, is you know, I'll, I'll often ask um, charity executives, you know, do they feel that they can raise $120 in in a direct mail, or they could ask them, and they said, well, that's that's a bit on the high side. Their average gift might be you know, $25 or, or $30 um, to a direct mail or to an, an email appeal, and then. Then I ask, well, that being the case, do you think that someone could give you $10? And they say, well, yeah, that, that's probably a lot easier. Do you think that maybe they could give $10 a month? Well, now they've just raised that $120, okay. um, but they didn't have to ask each month. Um, how does that work on Just Give, and does that become a real possibility for a campaign for charities listening today? 
I think it is the, a really, really important part of fundraising because it costs so much money to acquire a new person to give. And it also, um, with the Internet and with all, all the exposure that, inter- that nonprofits are having, if they can grab a person and hold on to them as opposed to letting them kind of dip in, dip out, um, and really cultivate that donor in a way that keeps them, even with a smaller dollar amount in the beginning, but keeps them long term, it is so much more efficient and effective on the fundraising side. So we, um, we really push recurring donations, and we say it for a number of things. We, number one, we educate the donor, which the donor often doesn't think about. Some, somebody told me this about eight years ago, and I'm sure it's even um, higher now, but they said for a nonprofit to acquire, when, once you give to a nonprofit, because we all used to give $20 at the door, and on the Internet now we'll give $10, $5 to a friend, the nonprofit gets that, and they spend um, much more than that trying to cultivate you to give again. Mm-hmm. So what we say is create these programs as a nonprofit some that are one-offs, you know they're going to be one-offs if it's a, you know, you know, an event, for example. But really try to cultivate those that you can into ongoing donors um, with recurring, and educate them that it costs you, as a nonprofit, it costs you less money. Therefore, their donation is much more efficient if they become a yearly donor. And what we say is, consider giving at minimum three years. And then we're going to work our donors up to consider giving at a minimum five years. And we say, if you can do it monthly, if that's easier for you to do that monthly rather than yearly, then that's okay. That's even better. So we try to get them to first understand how much it costs a nonprofit, if it's a one-off donation versus a three-year donation. And the next thing we try to really push them on is just time, efficiency, and effectiveness of their own giving. So kind of like a a business contract, if you do it for three years, it's much more efficient and you can dive deeper into programs and help in a more meaningful way. So a lot of it for us is education and communication and getting them really engaged in understanding the donation process rather than thinking of it as just um, kind of tossing in the Salvation Army bucket where you give a quarter and then you walk away and you don't think about it anymore. Um, And that gets into that sort of connection and personalization that you were talking about because then you might be able to cultivate them into higher dollar givers um, because you have a chance to inform them about your programs and get them engaged in a more intimate way than if they just gave at the end of the year once or twice. That, that's so important. We're going to take um, uh, just a, a, a brief break here um, for a little bit of a reminder. When you come back, I wanted to um, ask you to share with our listeners today your connection to GuideStar um, and the kind of information that's available through Just Give because of your partnership with uh, GuideStar. Uh, and we'll be right back. Remember, our podcasts and archives are always available 24 hours a day at tedhart.com. Click on radio links. If you're listening live today, the phone lines are open. Call in and ask a question by dialing 347-324-3080. Now, back to The Nonprofit Coach with Ted Hart. Before we uh, head back with our page two expert today, Kendall Webb, just a reminder uh, that you can call in and ask questions today at 347-324-3080. You can ask questions over in the chat room. I see a number of folks in uh, in the chat room. You can also email me directly your questions at tedhart at tedhart.com. I do want to make special note um, over in the radio links today, you will find a direct link uh, to a very important book that I was part of. I'm one of the editors of Major Donors, Finding Big Gifts in Your Database and Online. This is a partnership with John Wiley and Sons, and we want to draw attention uh, to the discount that's available through Amazon.com. This book um, is available uh, not only on discount um, price uh, today, but also eligible uh, for free super saver um, uh, shipping. 
for uh, for your book, even if you only order one book. Um, but we want to draw your attention to this book in particular because while we're talking to Kendall today about online giving, let's not forget that online giving can include major donors um, and certainly the cultivation of your annual donors as well. This book is brought together by a group of experts from around the world who are experts in major donor fundraising and in database and online services. Uh, this is truly an international book and it brings examples research advice, and knowledge. This book is rich about the avenues and ideas about approaching prospective givers and generous with cross-cultural tips about conducting cultiv uh, cultivation and solicitation in various uh, countries around the world. But for all of our listeners today, we want to draw attention to this important resource as you're not only looking to round out your strategy for online fundraising and offline fundraising this year, but start your planning for 2012. Check it out over in the radio links today. Major Donors, the book about finding big gifts on your database and online. Kendall, we're back uh, with you here live on The Nonprofit Coach. Our guest today is Kendall Webb uh, from Just Give, and you've got so many services available uh, over at Just Give, but um, as our listeners know, um, the most important strategy that any charity has for success online from our estimation here at The Nonprofit Coach uh, is a GuideStar strategy, and the GuideStar strategy is to complete the templates and provide the um, additional information needed uh, to leverage um, the GuideStar database. Part of what we talk about in leveraging the GuideStar database is enriching the information available on JustGive.org. Um, how does all of that work? What is your partnership, and why does that data matter? Oh, it's incredibly important to our donors. We've gotten a lot of feedback from our surveys on this, that um, uh, one of the most beneficial official reasons people use the internet is not just the convenience and ease but for the information and um, they uh, we've been partnering with GuideStar for 10 years and seeing the importance of this um, not only in them managing all the additional um, charities that come on each line each year it started at 600,000 10 years ago and now it's 1.8 million charities so not only are they able to manage that high volume number of charities and keep everybody on a level platform so everybody gets the same voice which is kind of the key a large nonprofit will get the same voice as a very small nonprofit in terms of um, access and information um, but what we find is that the level of information is quite good it takes the mission and programs, um, but it can only be as good as the nonprofits put in their 990. Um, so that's the first step in GuideStar getting good information. The second and step. And that's often um, where the problem starts uh, for a lot of charities, in that um, a lot of fundraisers are not involved in creating the 990 that's submitted to the IRS, and it's taken as uh, really just a tax return and not thought of uh, by most charities as what it is today. And what I tell charities is that the 990 is now the most public and most important document that any charity creates uh, for fundraising purposes, uh, and that is because it is available online and required by law to be provided to anyone who might request it. Yeah, and more more people request it than I, I would have predicted. Um, people are getting smarter about getting educated on their don donating, and um, they're looking into that and learning how to read through it. So you're exactly right that that, that is the first step in the problem is a lot of these 990s are coming in with accurate numbers but not thorough program information and mission. Um, so if, I, um, if listeners do take our advice um, in that the, the most important strategy that they have on the Internet is what we call a GuideStar strategy, which is tied to completing the templates and providing more information, how does that then give them a better service if they choose to use Just Give? Well, it's great because then all the keywording is it comes up faster. So a lot of people on our site will actually go and donate to the charity that they really have intended to give to, but then they'll get really excited by all of our different areas on our site. For instance, we have an area called Act Locally, Find Causes in Your Own Backyard. And you enter your zip code, and it's a primary thing on our homepage, and people get really excited about finding who's in their neighborhood because, remarkably, we get in our cars, we drive by 10, 20, 30 really interesting things in our neighborhood, and 
we don't even know they're there. So we find people spending hours and hours in this particular area of our website. Now, when you put your mission, your programs, and you really elaborate and go in to do that GuideStar strategy and personalize your page, keywording um, comes up because a lot of people will say, well, I want something on homelessness or I want something in this particular for children or for eyesight or something very specific. And the more you've put in accurate and thorough missions and program detail, the more often it will come up in these searches and people will find you. So that is the number one thing that we tell people is make sure you spend a lot of time um, articulating exactly what you do on GuideStar because you'll, you'll come up much more often with these donors. And the added benefit um, for a search, and, I, and I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm actually asking, I'm wondering if this is the case on Just Give as well, because I know if you go directly to GuideStar and you do a search, as you said, keywords are so important, and a donor is looking for, you know, services for the blind or epilepsy or whatever the, the cause might be, um, in that search, those who have completed the templates will um, come up first in alphabetical order, and then alphabetical order by everyone else. Um, is that the case in a search, um, if someone were to search on Just Give? Again, we're recommending that they link directly to their page and not do a search, but you have lots of donors who just come to Just Give for the same uh, ability to search. Yep, they're coming for information and trying to find causes that they want to get involved in. So we say it's you know important because we have two sets of individuals. A huge half of our individuals come directly from the nonprofit and go only to that nonprofit page. But then we have another half that are kind of browsing, searching, looking for information. So yes, we have the same issue that the the more accurate, and the more thorough, and the more um, deep the information is on the charity, um, it will come up sooner. We also, though, have put in technology so that the most um, popular ones, the most donated ones, will also come up in different searches that we have access for donors. So um, the, the busier our site is around certain charities, we'll do an Amazon approach and offer um, information and, and highlighting, not highlighting, but having them show up. Um, it, does that, does that just increase the... Um, the reason for charities to have a just give strategy in that they want to drive traffic to just give because that then elevates them in your searches. Yes, it, it is. It's a, it feeds onto itself that the more, the more activity around certain charities, the more they will show up for this other group of um, individuals because that's, that's how the technology works in terms of popularity and interest, and it, it really feeds on itself and gives a lot of momentum. The other, the other thing oh. I wanted to highlight, too, was um, we now have Greater Nonprofits Reviews and Testimonials, and that has become a really big area because with these added reviews that, that nonprofits can go on and, and, and either have their donors put on the review, they can put on a review, but mostly we ask that their donors put the review on, um, it helps donors make informed decisions and helps nonprofits raise more money because they're getting more exposure and there's more information. So, again, it really helps um, nonprofits engage these donors that are looking for places to, um, to get involved. A, a very important question. I want to thank you, Jill, for sending in this question. We're just going to take a, a quick break, and when we come back, um, Jill uh, from Tallahassee um, has sent in a question about what about the connection to social networking. Um, so when we come back live with Kendall Webb here on The Nonprofit Coach, we're going to learn more about connections to social networking, and we'll be right back. Every day, millions of people are online, many of whom want to help, volunteer, and donate to a good cause. Nonprofit organizations can use many Google tools to reach potential donors around the world and raise more money. And as an approved nonprofit, it doesn't cost a thing. It's all free. Google Grants helps you promote your website with free advertising on Google.com through the AdWords program. With Google AdWords, you create ads and choose words or phrases related to your nonprofit organization. When people search on Google using one of your phrases, your ad will appear next to the Google search results under the Sponsored Links section. AdWords allows you to target certain geographic areas, dates, and times of day for your ads to appear. YouTube for Nonprofits is another tool that can boost donations to your organization. The program offers a number of perks that get your message out there and drive viewers to take action and donate. 
You can list your organization on YouTube's nonprofit channel and add call to action overlays on your videos to drive viewers to donate. Need help analyzing your website traffic and marketing effectiveness? Google Analytics is a free tool that will give you rich insight and help you increase the number of people that visit and donate to your site. Google Analytics can be invaluable to many people in your organization, such as development directors, marketing staff, and your web team. There are many other tools that can help you reach more donors and raise funds, like Google Checkout, where you can process credit card donations with no transaction fee, Google Sites to create a free website, and Website Optimizer, where you can figure out the best landing pages to turn site visitors into donors. To get started, apply for Google for Nonprofits today. Check out uh, Google for Nonprofits at google.com forward slash nonprofits. We're now back live with Kendall Webbett from uh, Just Give. Uh, Kendall, what about uh, Jill's question uh, about social media? What, what are the connections? And, and assuming that there are some, why? Well, we, social networking is, is a really important part of um, getting that personalization and, and those giving groups. So we've built, um, you know, a wish list where somebody can go on and actually create their own social network, their charitable social network on our site. So an individual. Is this, is this something a donor would do or something a charity would do? Um, we've seen both do it, but a, uh, a donor would be more likely to do it because a nonprofit will often have their Facebook or Twitter account. They could also do that on Just Give, and people could find them. But they're all connected, so as long as they have a Facebook or Twitter account, um, the nonprofit wouldn't necessarily um, need to set up a page. So it's usually their donors that would set up a page, and that also can be connected to the donor's Facebook and Twitter account, but it's kind of their charity network specifically. And what they do is they um, create all of their family and friends to connect with them on their charitable interests and then their charitable um, asks, because a lot of most everybody on our uh, Just Give site who creates a wish list is often asking for um, donations and getting involved in a certain cause. And, and does that them. does that tie back to the notion of giving circles that we talked about earlier in the show today? It is. It's exactly. We we feel like um, it's a really integral part of getting people focused on the cause. Um, if it's only Facebook and Twitter, our, our technology connects with Facebook and Twitter, so a donor can have their giving circle on their Facebook page and on their Twitter page. However, by separating and having this third page, we find it important, and we and we've seen the results from this, is that if someone on Facebook or Twitter asks for um, does it does a, um, an, a an ask for a run that they're doing or for their birthday or for some cause they ask money they ask put out a plea to their friends and family what we see is the average dollar amount is quite low um, they've created a community where a lot of people will give a dollar five dollars three dollars maybe up to ten dollars what we're trying to really create is an environment where people take it a little bit more seriously and don't give those one-off donations at low dollar amounts that we were talking about before, where the nonprofit then is stuck with wondering whether they should cultivate this $1 donor again and how much effort and time they should put into that donor. So we try to create an environment where it's more focused on the importance of the funding and the education that I was telling you about and the importance of giving um, and giving consistently and getting involved and staying involved for a number of years and getting connected to this charity. And so we create this, somebody can create this page and personalize it all about charity. So you're not distracted by the friends and the parties and the um, other elements that are on a Facebook or Twitter page. Um, and it's nice because what we see is the average donation on these pages is more like $60. So it's really people who are looking to get involved on a longer-term basis and with a higher dollar amount. And, and that really does make make a difference. And I think that for a lot of charities, it is important that they think through that kind of strategy because one of the, the concerns that I share with my clients and, and with uh, listeners of this show um, is, you know, the sort of the go-away money, the, the quick one-off gift that really is not part of a relationship or part of an ongoing dialogue uh, with uh, with an organization, um, and it really does matter um, the the difference between exposure and engagement. 
And I think that's what you're talking about is that these social media sites and online giving uh, through Just Give um, should be more as part of a strategy of engagement as opposed to just getting your name out there. That's exactly right because we, we look at it and we want to help fundraise for nonprofits. But in raising a, the dollar donation platform that I call it is actually um, challenging and can be a burden to some nonprofits not knowing what to do with those dollar donors. They could actually spend more money trying to cultivate them and have them never come back again and have no interest. So knowing, so we're trying to really um, engage people on a deeper level and get, um, get nonprofits and donors to understand that a little bit better, that, that throwing the dollar is great, but knowing the context of where that dollar came from and whether it will come back again is kind of important in the whole cultivation process and fundraising process so that the nonprofit doesn't waste time and energy to duplicate that if it's not going to be there again. So we try to, back to your recurring question, we really try to create programs and events and giving circles that are longer lasting than the quick one-off. And we try to encourage donors to understand that so that they can do their part in cultivating a group that will come back year by year and that they can put that energy in every year to recultivate that group themselves. So, Kendall, uh, looking at the the time, it's amazing how fast uh, uh, the time goes when you've got such a, a really interesting topic. If you were to prioritize for our listeners today, um, there are sort of top three or four to-dos on Just Give as a way to engage and to meet some of the um, standards that you set today for engagement versus just exposure. Um, what would those be? Um, number one, I would update GuideStar, update the and the greater nonprofits reviews. I would, you know, get as much information about your nonprofit as possible in as much detail because people really do re- read it, and also they get their um, search results from it. So that would be my number one. Number two would be if you don't have a donation button to come on to Just Give and use our free donation button. Um, and and put that on your site. It's it takes no time at all, and it's another channel for giving. Um, the third would be I would um, try to uh, see if you could get understand your donors and either access these wish lists where people can set up their page and ask their friends and family um, f- to get involved in in your charity. Um, you can put a plea out. They can do it for the holiday time or in lieu of gifts. A lot of people will say give to, let's say, the World Wildlife Fund in lieu of gifts. And you can encourage your donors because um, most of us don't want all the books and sweaters and, you know, a certain percentage of the so, gifts. So Just Give can also be used for sort of virtual events where, um, you know, someone could be having a house party and say, you know, I really don't need that, that additional bottle of cheap wine that you were going to bring me. Um, Instead, make a donation to my favorite charity or to any charity? Exactly, exactly. And they can actually make this personalized page where they can put up a picture, they can put up their invitation, and then they can put a link to that particular charity that they care about. And all the money can be automatically donated online and consolidated in their name and then would go directly to the charity at the end of the month. So it's a great thing for parties, for holidays, for weddings, anniversaries, really what we call it is all occasions. And memorials is a big one that we just launched um, last month where we customize the whole area. So it has the look and feel and integrity and credibility that is needed, especially in that occasion. And we're going to eventually have a personalized one for each occasion um, that people can use. But for right now, it's a it's a page that they can they can fill them themselves and raise money. So we really encourage nonprofits to let their users know this because it's a great way again where users will give the donation they can give, but then they want to include their family and friends and their giving circles to participate. And this is a great way to do it. That's a win. So all charities actually have a lot more strategy opportunities in the final weeks um, here of 2011 to really Mm -hmm. incorporate technology that maybe they didn't even know that they had in some Mm -hmm. very creative fundraising opportunities. 
Yeah, I would do that. And then the four, the last one, Ted, is the Amex credit card points. If if you feel like you have a donor base that um, has access to American credit card points, I would definitely um, put something on the website and maybe the mailing or tell the board or, you know, get that communication out. This is a great time of year for people to clean out their credit card points and give them to charity. Lots of creative ideas today. Kendall Webb, uh, the founder and executive director of JustGive.org, thank you for being our guest here on The Nonprofit Coach. Always We've just got a few moments left, about 30 seconds. Can you uh, just let people know how they can reach you? Sure. Um, directly on our website is where you'll get a lot of information on JustGive.org under Nonprofit Resources, or you can email me directly at Kendall, K-E-N-D-A-L-L, at JustGive.org, and I'm happy to answer any questions anyone has. Great. Thank you, Kendall, and have a wonderful holiday season. Terrific. Thank you, Ted. You've been listening to the Nonprofit Coach Radio Show with Ted Hart. Tell all your friends to check out our production schedule and download our iPod and iPad-friendly podcast at tedhart.com. Thanks for listening to The Nonprofit Coach. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.